When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, y'all? I'm Manny Fresh, and I'm this week's guest on the Kitchen Shit Show. What's good, everybody? We are back. It is your boy Gerard and your girl Gabby. Episode 88 of the Kicks and Shit Show. Yeah, nothing, right? Nothing. There's no no air horn, no none of that. I mean, well. I don't think I, we can go back anymore, Jay. I'm just going to say that. I feel like we're on a new territory, a new era. We are in year two. Could be. It, it's also, you know, and not to, not to, you know, bring the whole mood down. I also feel like an air horn is not exactly um, appropriate given what's going on in the world right now. Um, so, you know, no need to be out here, uh, blowing air horns, but you know, I mean, the world's, you know, going crazy as, as per usual, Jesus, um, but here we are blowing anything, Gerard, right now. That is the rule in the streets. What? What's the rule in the streets? Blowing anything. Right. Nothing. Literally nothing. Nothing. How are you? How are you doing? Where in the world are you this week? Um, well, Gerard, today is a very interesting day because your girl is, Back in New York, back in the office. Let me tell you, I forgot how much commuting is terrible. I highly don't recommend it. I'm starting to get settled in the new spot. But I will say, as much as I love my new spot, Mm -hmm. where I'm at and the commuting. Mm -hmm. Problematic. New York is banana. So I was was like thinking of driving in earlier today. And it was going to be $62 to park my car for the day, Jay. I mean, Uber to and from Jersey, and it would be cheaper than it would cause me to park my car. Like, fuck that shit. So where you are, are you closer to the ferry or? My the... apartment's close to the ferry. Okay. My office close to the Holland. And that's about all the personal information y'all are going to get today. Well, but you could take the ferry and take the downtown bus when you get off, right? The downtown ferry bus. Yeah, I mean, I just have never taken it. So to uh, explore when it's like last minute, come in today. A little, like, it's a little much. Okay. Talk, talk to me offline. I'll, I'll show you how. It's real easy, real simple. I was going to say, sorry, guys. And, when I'm getting that and, person tonight. And, 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 and it won't spend, it won't cost you $62, which is ridiculous. Let's come uh, on. Yeah. Well, and that's that's not counting toll, whatever the toll costs to get across. I don't, I don't even know what it is. That's like at least two sushi dinners yeah. and like a pair of beaters. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's how I got to think of things. Like yeah. that's an Adidas superstar right there that oh, yeah. has my name on it. Yeah. Oh, no. That's, um. Well, what, what did you wear on your feet today in the office? I mean, you know, you're rolling in, so you had a. I was going to say, I'm still kind of organizing my sneaker closet. Mm-hmm. I did um, I did sneaker Sundays with our girl, mm-hmm, Bianca, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. was super fun. And I was like, I want to film in front of my sneakers. We, You know, we talked the other week about how great her setup is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I like mine, but it's like a little bit of organized chaos. So I unpacked all of my sneakers, put them in a line, had my little ring light set up um, while I'm waiting on the shelves. So I was like, you know what? I don't want to mess this up because it looks super beautiful. And... I also think, like, you know, in the way that a lot of women don't wear their heels walking mm-hmm. through the city, I'm not going to walk through the city in some hype shoes. Like, 
fuck that. I like my sneakers too much. See? Um, we, we, yeah. I'm not saying I'm not going to wear them, though, Jay. Like, that is the difference. <laughs> I didn't say I don't wear them. I just don't wear them in inclement weather. That's all. But so today I just reach for, like, I always think of Ben when it's like, what's by the door that you're going to go to grab? Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to rock my company sweatshirt with uh, some just black jeans. I haven't even worn real pants in a long time. I got my socks from Nigel Sylvester on. And I just Girl, my- get to the kicks, please. Classic dunks. All right, all right. <laughs> Okay, that's she, it. She she out here giving us the whole time. We don't want. We just want to know what's on the. Like, they, I gotta get the people what they want, right? I gotta plug Nigel for sending hey. me some socks so that that's I can true. rock my sock game with this. Nigel, hit your boy and up I, with some socks, please. Actually, no, Nigel. You know what I need? I need Oakleys, my guy. Uh, let's talk about that offline. Dream big, Jay. Dream big. <laughs> I appreciate. It. What's going on in your streets, Jay? How's it going? Oh, you know, we're just um, NBA season's about to kick back up after All Star break. You know, everyone loves to say, "Oh, second like half of the season." No, friends. Last quarter of the season. We got like 23 games left, and it's playoffs. Like, it's true. People forget about that. It's right. not midway point. It is not. All. It is like the two. It's like the 75% point, right? Like, we got a quarter of the season left, a little bit less than that. So, it's sprint to the finish. So, you know, getting ready for that. Um, I believe I may. I'm still trying to figure it out. want to do a story on the Memphis Grizzlies, so I may spend some time in Memphis next month uh, with the one of the hot young teams in the league. But, you know, otherwise, just, you know, doing the whole New York City thing, making sure the the winter thaw is thawing, <laughs> you know, so we can head towards spring. We got a little while to go. I have a feeling not till like April we're going to start seeing some like, you know, decent weather. I feel like March is going to be not great. Just my own, my own observation. I agree. I feel like we have that one weekend that is freakishly beautiful. And then all of a sudden it like snows. Yeah, two weeks everybody, everybody loses their mind. Yeah. It's like, Oh my God. And then it's like, yeah, that was just a tease. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm spending so much time in Cali. So I, I feel you on that one. Well, did you, did you locate our office space yet for our West coast studios? Not yet. These feet are still in the streets. I did bring these dunks though to Jason Mark to get them cleaned. Mm. So I'm, and I will say, like, I was like, you know, it's my first time here. I want to get the works. I'm very fortunate that whenever I go to L.A., it's, like, down the street, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what? They did, like, a lace cleaning, sole cleaning. Nice. I like it. A new facelift. Because you know I've been wearing these dunks out in the streets uh, for most of my travels the past mm-hmm. past. And I think, you know, there's something we always talk about wearing your kicks, but there is something about the look of wearing them. I know yeah. everyone's all concerned about creasing them, but like crease your kicks, fam. It's OK. That's fine. And also, yeah. There's tons of great tips on TikTok and Instagram on how to iron out that mm-hmm. crease if you really need. But like, I don't know. I'm all about it. I-, I love it. You know, and it's funny you mentioned that because our guest coming up next will definitely talk to you all about uh, he's a sneaker reseller. Um, you know, we, we, we've, we've had our thoughts about resellers um, on this show, but. You know, I think this is an interesting conversation with someone, uh, will be anyway, with about, you know, shoes in the resale market. And you mentioned creasing up your kicks and all that sort of thing. Um, there are certain pairs of sneakers that look really good um, when they have that worn in look. Anyway, folks, stay tuned because special guest coming up next. What's good, y'all? We are back. Gap, we're not alone. We are joined by... I don't know what you want to call him, uh, Manuel Cordova. That's his government name. That's my government. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you want to call him Manny. You want to call him what else? Manny Fresh. You want? I mean, what? He, he's got a lot of names. What should we call you? Uh, you can call me Manny Fresh. Or what's on your What's on your feet? Is my is what's my, on your feet? What's on my your Instagram feet? tag? My my what people know me as uh-huh, in the right. sne- in the sneaker world. Yeah, yeah. And and you this know. this is the man out in the sneaker world who who has uh you know he's done some stuff in the resale market. If you're really out there trying to locate some kicks, he's someone. We're having a theme going on here, guys. You notice that, right? 
people who can help you find shoes, right? This, this is kind of a theme that we have going on here. Another guest who's out here who can help you find shoes. Manny, what's up, man? Thanks for being on the show. Appreciate appreciate being here, guys. Of course, of course. So I, I got to start here. Like I start with everybody. When did you fall in love with sneakers? Well, all right. So the first pair of Jordans I ever received were I was like nine years old or 10, I believe. My dad brought home the Olympic pack, the, the sevens. Mm-hmm. Okay. The tw- 23 in the back, nine in the back. That was the first pair of Jordans I ever had. And I was like, oh, my That's God, these are those are amazing I, I just dated myself by the way like, okay. super old yeah, yeah yeah but um that was like the first pair i really fell in love with and after that it was like he couldn't really afford to buy stuff like that so whatever i went through high school and not really buying jordans and then um i started dating this girl when i was 18 from the heights she was you know like all into the fashion sneakers and jordans and started buying me jordans and i just fell in love with them it was just like columbia fours uh the, the the white and red 17s with the briefcase. Okay, Gabby Gabby has some thoughts. I, I, I'm going to say, you're probably like, behind every man is a great woman is what you want to say, well, right? I'm, <laughs> I'm not with her anymore. Big facts, Brad, but that's actually not what I was going to say. I feel like we're like off our groove. But I was going to say, were you in love with the shoes or were you in love with her? That's what I really want to know. So it was, it was both. It was both, okay. you know? Like I went, I dove into it because she was really into it. Love that. So, so I was like, all right, cool. And then I just started really falling in love with the shoes. And then it was just like, wow, okay. It was an expensive habit at the, at the age of 18, 19. I was working and every check went to shoes. And do you remember back then, you know, the, we had the sweatsuits, the Anichi, the Sean Johns, mm-hmm. all that to go with the, any shoe that, that, that we purchased. It was crazy. But that's, that's kind of where it started. And then I get stopped for a while. And then um, I was always into Jordans. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, I used to work for FedEx and I had a friend of mine who started his own like sneaker company, like a wholesale business mm-hmm. overseas. And he wanted me to help him out with shipping, you know, to cut back on shipping costs, whatever. So the deal we had was like, I'd help him ship some stuff and he'd give me shoes. So I got shadow ones. I got olive nines that I still have that are still like in pristine condition that everyone nice. like, they, they just lawed over every time they see me like, Oh my God, these are like, those are so clean. I used to have them like that. I'm like, I don't wear them that much and I take care of them. But so long story short, uh, we went through that process and I ended up losing my job because of it. Because it was like on some like uh, I, cu- I couldn't really uh, help with the shipping. It was like because it was for business and stuff. So mm-hmm. and that's kind of like where my sneaker reselling started. So if you want me to go into that, I can. So you but. so you yeah. out here. I mean, it's fine now because you obviously you're cool with it. You know, you out here yeah. on the FedEx dime. Like, let me go ahead and help my boy out and start shipping things. Yeah. yeah Fed- yeah, FedEx well, called you up and were like, uh, Manny, my yeah, guy. Yeah. <laughs> what I was using my discount. Yeah, I had a discount. So it was a good discount. You know what I'm saying? I was helping. I thought I, w- I wasn't doing anything wrong, really, you know, but it was all black and white. And they were like, you can't do that. And I lost my job. And he, he felt terrible. And then he was like, all right, well, you know, maybe I could furnish some shoes so you could make some money while you look for work. And that's kind of how the whole thing started. I love that. So you yeah. all right. So, yeah. so you lose the job. Your friend fronts you some shoes, like help you sell. That's how you got into resale. So what year is this when you when you got when you got into it? This is 2014. Okay. Okay. 2014. Early. The, the, I like it. Yeah. The the first release I did was Concord Lows. Mm. And, and also white and pink, uh, white infrared sixes, the white ones. Okay. That's around that time where I kind of started. And he was head he was head cracking me, man. Like the prices were so bad for me to even make any money. Mm-hmm. I was just basically just selling the shoes just to like get my money back and like kind of get my name out there type type stuff, you know? Okay. okay. Yeah. But that's how it kind of, then like I just stopped really dealing with him because the price were too much and I just started meeting other people. Um, 
you know, I had a guy in Michigan that was supplying me shoes who ended up scamming me. Mm. Yeah, and I, I lost a couple of grand for with Legend Blue Elevens. He 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 scammed me. I was mm. like, I was I was down I was down and out. I was like, oh man, this is not good. And then the same guy who I started with, that he gave me forty pairs of Legend Blue Elevens on the arm. Take care of that. Do what you can do. Hit me back when you're done. And that just like. That that shoe really did really well. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. So that's where kind of like got me started with the capital and stuff, and then from there it was just learning the ropes. So I mean, so you you, you had some setbacks, right? First is the FedEx thing. Hello. You got scammed, right? I mean, there are a couple things to really, you know, make you quit and be like, forget this, I'm out, and like, let me go try something else. But you, but you hung with it, like so. Yeah. You know, yeah, now yeah, that you're definitely. you're you're a veteran, right, in the business, I imagine it's it's about the relationships you built, right? So talk talk through that process and that piece of it, right, where it's like just some random you meet, man. You got to make sure you know who it is you're dealing with and who you're talking to. So that first year, right, um, one of my coworkers I used to work like his, my old coworker, he, his brother was also into reselling. So he connected us. He's like, oh, my brother's in Yonkers. You know, you're in the Bronx. Link up with him and see what's up. You know, maybe you guys can do some business. So he kind of guided me and took and like took me under his wing and showed me the ropes, you know, like going to different stores, talking to managers, you know, just chopping it up and like just getting in into like into different stores to just get shoes for retail or close to it. You know, throw him a little 20 here, 30 here for shoes. So like I kind of used that and it just I just I, I made relationships. I met this one kid who ended up holding me down a few times in a small store. Then he got transferred to the big store. Like I'm talking about one of the biggest stores in the city. And after that, it was over. I was like, I'm never waiting on a line again. Like it was, it was, it was, it was, I, I skipped this whole process. A lot of my friends, they resell and they, 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 they camp, they do the overnight thing. And I, I started doing that a little bit. I would go to 34th street with like five or six people wait overnight, go in the store, get, get back online, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. buy tickets from the security, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, loop it back and forth. And then once he got transferred there, that stuff stopped. I was like, you know what? I don't got to do this no more. Okay. You know, sit in your car and wait till I call you to tell you guys to come in. It, it was, it was, it was crazy. Like, and, and people hate that aspect of reselling. Like if you know, you're a genuine collector or like you just want to buy it for yourself and you know, like the, you know, the term is back door. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but through the front door. That's how it was. It was. It, it, <laughs> he it said was. Uh, the front door. Yeah, front yeah. Door, the side door, the back door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did. It, we did so. It was like the stuff that we did. We were like Houdini, bro. It was like, like this epic stuff. Like uh, DMs were there, and still managed to get out forty pair of bread ones. Like stuff like that. Wow. Was like, That's yeah. Fine. Oh, I got I got some pictures, guys, that would blow your minds, man. After you know, I'll send you some stuff, and you guys check it out. You're like, wow, that's <laughs> that's wild. It's some it, it's some intense stuff. It, it's I it's and it, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's kind of like you know, uh, and then in with that, right? I would get a lot of stuff, and I would hold other people down that couldn't get certain things that I got, and I would establish relations like that as well. So now they had access to stuff that I couldn't get, and you know, one hand washes the other. So it went that way. I still had my overseas connect. He was a solid plug um, for certain stuff. Um, I met other people through Instagram, guys in Virginia, PA. I had some guys in Cali. Like it was my network was really growing, you know, so I can pretty much like if I'm looking for a shoe, I would put a post up and I can find that shoe because I would have a few people hit me up here and there. I got it. I got it. If a client needed it, you know, it was, it's, it's, it's all about your network when this reselling, mm-hmm. you know, and clientele. I was going to say, there is so much to unpack here. I, first of all, I want to say <laughs> thank you for 
keeping it a buck with us because I feel like everybody kind of knows stuff like that happens, but nobody really talks about it. But it, it's true. And I think like having honest conversations is what we yeah. like. So, it's, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's, that's what the time was. Right. And like, it was before bots. It was yeah. before the whole sneakers app craze. Oh yeah. You know, it was <laughs> I feel like we're constantly craving like that gilded age, right? Where you could wait online and still have a chance to actually get sneakers, right? Yeah, Whether yeah. Sites, you might know some people, but um, I love that you talk about kind of the network that came into that and like how much really goes into reselling. Um, when you started at first before, like I know there was like Kixify way back in the day, but like what was your platform? Was it all done through social, through text? Mm. Like, Well, my platform was mostly Instagram at first. I created a page for the sneakers, What's on Your Feet. Um, I don't know where I came up with that name. It just kind of like popped up and trying to get a sneaker name in. So I just said, you know, what's on your feet? That's kind of like a question that everyone's always asking, right? So why not make it the page? Um, it's just basically that and word of mouth. Like, you know, I would sell to people and they would uh, they would spread the word. They would post it or they would shout me out. Um, and just my clientele just kept growing and growing. And then, um, you know, other resellers saw that I had stuff they couldn't get. So I, I networked with them and they became I, one of my best friends now is like, one of the biggest uh, Supreme and sneaker resellers, also, um, in in the in the in the community. Um, yeah, I don't know if you know Soul Street. Mm -hmm. He's like someone that I met through through selling sneakers to Instagram. And now we're like best friends. Cool. So you know, and um, I've met a lot of great people. I've met a lot of you know, I don't want to curse, but no. crappy people. No, you good? You, know? you can curse. Let it all. Okay, out. so shitty people. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> you know, like real shitty people. But you learn. You know, I, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's a whole lot that goes with the reselling aspect that people don't really see. Like, you know, I've been scammed, you know, several times. Um, you learn and, you know, just keep on going. You know, you don't let none of that stuff hold, like, hold you back. Like, of course, you're going to, you know, fall into, like, situations that are going to deter you from keep, you know, putting in all this money and stuff. But, you know, I hung in there and, and it worked out. So you, you mentioned clientele. Uh... You know, you got famous clientele. Like, where are you at with like? How, how are you so, developing that 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 I, whole process? I, I've never, I, I've, I've, I haven't really sold to famous people. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had a few people hit me up that in that, but in that kind of world. But they want a hookup. They want free. They want this. They want that. And I've never been about that. You know, my um my clientele is basically like a lot is the hood. Like I got a lot of clients that you know that I, I got a lot of guys that drug deal that buy from me. I got a lot of guys that, you know, I'm keeping it real. Like, they're, yeah. they're, they're, hust they're hustlers, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, they, they, they pay cash. They, they pay well. You know what I'm saying? They buy a lot. Every release, every other release, they buy the good stuff. You know, like, they'll pay, like, $2,500 for a pair of Trav Highs, you know? Like, mm. it, 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 it's, it's, and then, like, and then they got the regular folk, the regular working folk that, you know, that's tired of hitting, missing on a release, and they'll they'll pay the extra $75 over retail, $80 over retail to secure their shoe, you know? <laughs> you raise your hand, me. Yeah, raise your hand. <laughs> you know? I'm going to get on that DM list right there. Yeah. And the funny thing was, I was that person in the beginning as well. Yeah. Like, I bought a couple pairs of shoes like that, you know? Like, I forgot what shoe was that I bought. I was so mad about after like um, three months of reselling. I'm like, damn, you charging three fifty? Like, that's that's messed up, you know? Like, and, and I ended up getting that guy back because he used to work with me. So I ended up getting him back, <laughs> like head cracking him down the road, you know. But uh, you know, it, it, it's it's that it, that's just like you know, it's just part of it, you know. Like like the clientele, it just. It's just people who meet people, like right. who see you buy from the, 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 the trust is there, they recommend it. And the, the, I always say, 
if you do great business, more business comes. And I, I like to pride myself on doing amazing business. I've never scammed anybody. Um, if by chance a person has gotten a fake for me and it's mm-hmm. happened maybe twice in my in my seven years history of buying shoes, you know, I always do right by them. I replace it, money back, whatever. Because you know, I can't catch every shoe. There's times where like, you know, the person that sells to me, I got caught with a fake. And mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm always careful with who I buy from. You know, mm-hmm. I know like who I trust. And, you know, a couple of times people that I trust got caught on their end. And but I've always rectified the situation, you know, so it's like as long as you do great business, you know, you're good in this industry. But if you're shady, it's kind of like and some shady people do well, though. They still, you know, find their way to keep scamming, you know, for sure. But But, you're you're not out here, you know, doing the whole 10, 15 X thing. You're not really cracking people with 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 the markup. No, no, no. I mean, I I try to I, I, you know, we all know what drives the market these days. Right. StockX drives the market mm-hmm. like they're, they're, that's 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 the lowest place you can find any shoe, any platform for the most part. So I usually press the button and check what they're doing after the shipping attack. And that's kind of where I'm at. You know, mm-hmm. some of them a little lower if, you know, I might be a little higher sometimes. But like I said, I got clients that pay the high that are OK with it, mm-hmm. like the, the the hustlers and stuff. They're, mm-hmm. they're they're OK with the little market where they just want their shoe, you know, and um you know, here and there, I, you know, I, I'll be a little lower. And, you know, if I, if I, if I pay low enough, I go low, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. I, I get head crack. I get charged 30, 40 dollars over, 50 dollars over sometimes, you know, like mm-hmm. um, like Mocha ones. I was paying 400 dollars a pair, you know, mm-hmm. moving in for 450 or 350, moving for 450, you know, mm-hmm. like because, you know, my margins aren't as crazy as people may think because they think I pay retail. Right. right. You know, you don't pay and retail. You pay you no, pay resale as well. No. I pay I, I pay in between because also my my the people that do hook me up, they also give me room to make money. Which no, they're, they're, yeah, they're not super greedy. I've met greedy people. Like there are some greedy people. Like I got a couple of spots that I deal with still that they tend to get greedy, and I just say no. I'm like I'm good, you know. Like you can't charge me resale, and I no one's to make any money, mm-hmm, you know. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, there's there's just so many different aspects of it of the buying and selling. I got guys that run around the street all day that they'll go store to store and they'll pull like twenty pairs and they'll charge me like forty dollars over just to get that money back right away and they'll make their quick eight hundred. Mm-hmm. And I'll go and flip those for sixty on top of that hundred. I'll make my my points on it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, because I have the clientele that'll pay. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. they're looking they're looking at StockX payout. I'm looking at what you're gonna cost you on StockX. Mm-hmm. To buy, mm-hmm. well, and then you get that hand delivery too, right? It's like the personal service versus. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you find that a lot of people want sneakers early? Is it like the early versus the hype? Like, I know that's always a balance, and I know you talk a little bit about kind of like the scalable, right? Like, some people want to pay that premium. Yeah. So Is that I, how you do that? Yeah. So I, I get I get access to early pairs all the time, but of course there's a markup on it, and they understand that. And also, like I said, you look at StockX and whatever's going to cost you there, and you're going to get it now. You're not waiting a week and a half. You know what I'm saying? But that's the price. You know, like for example, Playoff 12, which I recently just released, are, are releasing soon. About two three weeks ago, I had I I, I got uh, two 24 pairs, um, and I was selling them at 375 400. If you wanted it early, that was that was gonna be the price, and I wasn't paying retail. I was paying close to like three hundred, so I still made my money. But if you wanted it early, you got it. Now sometimes I get rid of all of them by the time release day comes, and sometimes I don't. You know, so I, by the time release day comes, I'll probably just get rid of them just to get my money back on them, or you know maybe tuck them away. If they're Jordan ones, they get tucked. You know, mm-hmm. especially they're they're solid Jordan ones. You know, um, but yeah, like you got people that want the early stuff that want it first. 
you know, and, you know, I have the acts to early. So, you know, I, I try to hold them down and we've got the release date people. I do pre-orders. Mm-hmm. So like they'll, they'll pay a lot, you know, they'll pay less. I'll kind of like, um, guess what the market's going to be on release day around what, where it's going to be at. And that's where my price is at, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes it benefits. Sometimes the market goes higher and I keep that price. And other times it goes a little lower and, you know, I've had people that flake or that say, oh, you know, I don't want them anymore, whatever. And once you flake, I don't really do business with you again. Mm. And if you want to do business, you got to pay in full, uh, uh, and, uh, you know, because I can't, I'm not like Houdini. I can't like, you know, <laughs> guess, guess the market, like what's going to happen. You know, I, I, I'm trying my best to like, you know, be fair on all levels and of course make my money because this is my full-time job. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah. So when you say, you know, how many, I mean, if you're here to guess to me, right, you're a businessman, how many hours a week you feel like you clock and put in doing this? Um, well, I probably got it to the point where it's like a 40 hour work week, you know, in the beginning, it used to be a lot more like I, I, I would be out, out in the streets, um, camping out with my team overnight the next day, go Friday into Saturday all day, then doing drop offs all day. You know, mm-hmm. I wasn't really shipping so much. I was doing more of a meetup thing. And now I'm more like on a, um, a five day work week, mm-hmm. you know, four to five days you know, um, six hours a day mm-hmm. running around doing drop-offs or shipping packages, um, or meeting connects to get shoes. Um, I don't, I no longer live in the city anymore. I live up, I live up um, in Orange County now. Okay. So I'm about an hour away from my office in Yonkers. Okay. So like, you know, I, um, try to make it back by the time I graduate out of school. Like I, I'm a full-time dad. So it's like, mm-hmm. like I'm, when I say full-time dad, I mean like, I love being a part of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife, she's fully involved too, but I just like being there present and also try to, you know, I, I, I do a good balance with everything now that I'm like, you know, been like seven years in this, yeah, yeah. you know, but in the beginning it was like, uh, I was like Saturday and sat- Saturday and Sunday, bro. You, you didn't oh. see me. Absolutely. <laughs> you didn't see me. I was out in the street <laughs> trying to get shoes, lining up meetups. And then yeah, Monday man. through Friday, it was, it was a balance, but you know, it's, it's, it's been, it's been a fun ride. So you're, Oh, sorry. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I love that you've been doing this for a long time because as sneakers, especially during this pandemic, have really switched to a lot of online consumption, I think you kind of got ahead of the curve. So you don't need to rely on that online space. Um, how were things during the pandemic? Like, were they a little bit different? With business, I mean, I feel like business was popping because everyone had all this extra income. Listen, like, let, me tell, let me tell you about the pandemic, okay? The pandemic probably was the best stretch of sneaker reselling for me in my history Mm. because all right when everything shut down right i had one of my suppliers is another kid that i met through a shitty individual but like through that shitty individual i met great people but that one person he had to connect that had a chain of stores and he would always i would always buy it both from him when the pandemic shut down everybody no one gets shoes it was like there was only not a few people that were able to get that had spots whatever i was one of them that had a spot through him so every release, I was buying like 200 pairs of shoes, and I was supplying resellers in New York City, like that were my mm. friends. I was holding. I was holding during the pandemic. Huh? You're the meme that we see of like the people that have walls of sneakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Then there made one of me, but like I, 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 we were touching a lot of stuff, and and I was holding down a lot of people. Like there are a lot of people that will will like you know they will say, oh, Manny held them down, held us, held us down. Like I've made some great relationships with those people, and then now they're all fine. Now they don't need me. They're good because, you know, everything. But there was there was a three, four month stretch where, like, I was just holding everybody and I was making some good money with that. 
because I was adding my points to it. I got you know, I had 200 pairs of Flint 13s. I was keeping 50. I gave this kid 40, this kid 30, this kid mm-hmm. 30. I added my points to those. So I was making already money on the 150 plus my orders. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, the pandemic was great. It was great for me. I've been dealer's dealer, not just. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm your plug. I, I was your, I was your plugs plug. I see you. Okay, go. It was cool. It was cool. But you know, like I never like it wasn't a thing like where I like threw it in their face or anything like that. It was more like of a mutual respect kind of thing, you know. Like it was just holding down people that were in my community that were selling, you know. And and yeah, I was I was helping the competition out. But I was the type of, like, I wanted to see everybody eat. I had yeah. the access. Mm-hmm. You know, I was still making money. Why not? Go ahead. Do your thing there. Do your thing there. You got it, you know? There's it's, it's so, plenty, plenty of pie out there for everybody to eat. So Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So, you you know, you're, you're out here, you know, running a legitimate business. Um, are you seeing, I mean, obviously, there's always changes happening. But how do you see, because Gabby and I talked about this earlier, this NFT wave and all this stuff. How do you see that potentially impacting sneaker biz or do you see it like nah i'm still gonna be straight because people are still gonna want their their hard copy actual irl sneakers but do you see like the digital thing like kind of taking off a little bit and you're like hmm keep my eye on that so i i have been keeping my eye on it i'm not really like too versed into it mm-hmm. i have i have colleagues that i know really deal with that on a, on a heavy scale um and i guess it depends on the generation right like this generation right now of younger kids that are getting into the whole nft and mm-hmm. They're, they're that group that keeps like as they get older and then the older like myself mm-hmm. maybe a little younger than me mm-hmm. start fading out mm-hmm. i feel like it might have an effect on the the actual the you know having the actual physical like the, to care enough to get the shoes like mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. but only time can really tell what mm-hmm. the nft goes you know because like if you talk to some people they'll tell you that it's a scam nft is a scam like it's just like a it's kind of like you know it's it's a, it's a picture it's mm-hmm. whatever it's mm-hmm. like a, a ponzi scheme of some mm-hmm. kind you know like it, it's and so it's just a matter of time. Only time can tell where that's going to go, mm-hmm. you know, but, you know, like you have your collectors, man. They, they, they want their shoes there, you know, like, you know, like myself. I, they I, want them in their hands. They <laughs> want them feet. in their hands. I got plenty of clients that want them on their hands on their feet. They, you know, they don't care about NFTs, this and that. And it's NFTs are very, um, it's, it's, it, you really got to do your research and mm-hmm. homework to really get involved in that. Cause mm-hmm. there's a lot that goes with it. And it's, it's so confusing that, I, even, I don't even have the time to even like to dive into that because I'm <laughs> busy with my other stuff, you know, yeah. with my kids and and shoes that I have to deal and and collect and sell, you know. So we, I give the props to everybody making money on it, you know. God bless everybody, you know. It's just I just hope it doesn't bite them on the ass <laughs> when uh, it's all said and done because I, I I wouldn't be able to tell anyone what to do with it. Yeah, we talked yeah. a little bit about this last week, just but I think it's interesting, Jay, that you mentioned it in terms of like the resale space, right? Mm-hmm. Like. Like NFTs right now are trendy, so early adapters are all over it. But you're right; it's like the wild west. Nobody knows what the value is. Yeah, no yeah. place to display them. So once this metaverse kind of unfolds, like Ready Player One style, and people have like virtual sneaker closets and virtual meetups with work, and we're not like in the office anymore. Um, I feel like we're very far away from that. But like I, I said to Jay last week, I feel like uh, NBA 2K. When you buy sneakers from the virtual Foot Locker. Like, that's what's going to be the direction that we're heading in. So, um, very curious to see how that's going to affect the resale game in general. Yeah, that that does, that does sound intriguing and interesting. I just, I just, it's just hard for me to imagine someone caring more about an actual NFT of a sneaker than the actual shoe. They're so beautiful. Right <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, it's just like, 
the smell, all that. There's so much that goes <laughs> to, to like yeah. owning a shoe mm-hmm. that you first mm-hmm. get it. You all know the famous uh, smell my shoe pick. You're like yeah. that. That that's like that. That's the staple to yeah. like owning a shoe, you know. And then wearing it the way you want it, the laces the way you want it, all that. Like it's like. It, it's just like uh, in society, what do we say too? Also, like, oh, I make shoe contact before eye contact if you're a sneakerhead, right? <laughs> like, that's the first thing I do, yep. right? Shoe contact. What you got on your feet, man? What, yeah. you, what you rocking? I, you know, I, like, I can't see what your NFT is. I don't know where that is. Pull out your Coinbase wallet. Let me see what you got. You know, <laughs> pull like, out your Coinbase wallet. You know, like, <laughs> Bitcoin, basically. Like. You, know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you got? You got coin. You're wearing like Mario. <laughs> no, <yeah. laughs> It's it, you know it's it's still like it's still so new yeah, that yeah. You know, we don't know where it's gonna go right. and, and you know look we could have this we can look back at this video and and you can see ten years later I'm like damn like we you know back then was that look at it is now like mm-hmm. there's a whole metaverse people mm-hmm. don't even go mm-hmm. to work anymore they they're in virtual rooms all mm-hmm. day and mm-hmm. you know and then like that just but that's gonna disconnect the world man like I just feel like it's a, it's gonna be a huge disconnect because yeah. like there's nothing more like solid than basic like person to person for sure. Um, you know, communication, like yeah. in person, you know, like when you feel the vibe, you feel mm-hmm. the energy, like, mm-hmm. you know, can you really do that? You know, like if you're always virtual with somebody, can't, can really feel, can't feel the vibes in the metaverse, friends. Ain't no vibes nah. there. No vibes Ain't in the no, metaverse. <laughs> no vibes. There's no, like, you know, can you tell somebody sweating? Can you tell somebody, you know, like none of that. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking, sweating in the metaverse. I mean, uh, uh, huh? <laughs> I hope nobody can tell them sweating in the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, stay tuned because coming up next, I know Manny's going to have some serious heat for us to see in America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell. So don't go anywhere. I got, I got some stuff, yeah. <laughs> What's up, y'all? We are back. You know what time it is. America's favorite segment, Shoe and Tell, presented by Another Lane, the premier digital marketplace for dope kicks. All right, Manny. Listen, man, you you the man out here. You got all these connects, whatever. So show us what you got. Right. What's, what's the heat what you got you want, to show us? What do you want me to start with? Whatever what you want. It's your show. You want grails? You want grails? Whatever you want. It's your show. All right. So we're going to go with probably like the most expensive sneaker I own. Like, and like, you know, this is a state. This is a shoe that people just dream dream of having, right? Like, <laughs> like, 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 that's <laughs> not fair. I know, I know, I know. That's it. I'm out. I haven't worn it yet. That's the thing. Like, so I got this. I don't blame you. Listen, my sister-in-law, like back when I first started, when these mm-hmm. came out, obviously, I had my family members do raffles all the time. My family, my, my wife, my sisters, my sister-in-law, my brother-in-law, all of them do raffles. And one of my family members hit, hit and kith and kith for this. Hit on that? Yes, what? I kith got the email for nine and a half. I swapped it for my ten. I paid retail and gave her three hundred bucks. She was happy as all hell for three hundred dollars. I mean, you know what? You know what the resale on that shoe is right now. That is it your, was, that no, is your daughter's right, so college right there. When, when, yeah, when it happened, it was they were going for a thousand. That so to be fair with that. So I got it and I was like, you know, I want to wait to wear it, right? I'm not gonna wait. And as I kept waiting, price are going up, price are going up. And now it's like a ten thousand dollar shoe, or, or close to it, right? Like eight, this is a size ten, so you could do the math, mm-hmm. like go and start whatever. And so this is like I'm never gonna wear it. It's a rainy day fun type shoe, mm-hmm. like, you know, to the point kids need college money or whatever, I'll, I'll sell it, get some money for it, and that's mm-hmm. And then another one similar to that, of course, is this, the Jordan oh, 1 Frag. Oh, yeah. Another steal I got for another steal. Oh. Yeah, this one also is like another fight. It's a, it's a, I, 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 once again, I waited. I, I traded it for uh, Adidas NMD, the Bape ones. Mm. And 
and 500 cash for these. Okay, okay. And so my cost was this was in the thousands, and I was like, that was a no brainer for me. I'm like, I do it. So these are like my two, like my grill, my grills, my babies. Like you know, like they just like you know, <laughs> you know, like like I, I, I look at them because they're nice. I can't wear them because they're too expensive. My wife will kill me. Like you know, <laughs> if she knew if she knew what I like, what these go for, she's like, what? And you I had it there? She, why? Does she know? Is she like into sneakers like that? No, not really. But she has an idea. When she, I, I, I've told like she, she thinks my collection is worth like hundreds of thousand dollars, right? But it's more like in like you know, because I have a bunch of stuff like this. I have SoFly ones. I have Trav Mochas, Trav Low. Like uh, you do the math, I have a good like a good amount. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't. She, she doesn't have the exact right. number on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if I told her this one's worth eight, she's you know the second like she is the fan. She's taking that shit and going find a resale. <laughs> hey, give me my money. I know this is money. Cartier love bracelet with the diamonds. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right, so those are my two grails. Mm-hmm. Now, um, two of my favorite. Now, I'm a Jordan One guy. I love Jordan Ones. Right. So okay. the Shatter backboard. Mm-hmm. The first original Shatter backboard is one of my favorite Jordan ones. It's not an original colorway, obviously, but um, I have two pairs. I have a Deadstock pair and this one that I wear occasionally. Um, it's just a great yeah. the quality on it, all that, like mm-hmm. the, the just the the off white right here, and then the 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 just it's just the leather. It's just a great shoe, and it, it was also one of the shoes I paid so much money for resale when they first came out. Like, um, I got like sixteen pairs early for four fifty a pop. Whoa. And sold one for seven hundred, okay. and then the rest were like had to sit there until they went back up. Mm-hmm. You know, if there was that. But this is a great, great Jordan yeah. one. Like, that's an amazing. And then my favorite, favorite that I wear that people love that when I wear, they're like, oh my god, that shoe looks so amazing. Mm-hmm. The way you're wearing it is my 2015 Chicago one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so beat up. It is so beat up, and I still rock it like occasionally and. People love that the beat up look of this Chicago okay, one. That wears well though. Yeah, it, like, yeah, yeah yep. it really does. But this is like, like, like I, I, I didn't really clean it. I just, you know, I wear it all the time. It was like when I was reselling hard in 2015, I was wearing this every day, like all the time. I love this right there. If, if like I'm like I want to buy sneakers from a dealer, I want him wearing heat like that. Yeah, yeah. And this is just like, <laughs> like, and, like my best friend. Every time I wear, it, he's like, oh my god, bro. I love the way that looks. That age look is amazing, you know? And, you know, like, uh, and I have a desktop pair too, but you know what those are going for now again? Mm-hmm. They're going for like almost 2000 now. Mm-hmm. So I can't really rock the new one just to be fresh. I got to still rock the beat up one and I'm still looking fresh. You know, it's like, you know, and, um, yeah, I mean, that's, the, the, those are like my four, I guess I would say fair. I got, you know, my Trav Mocha highs are also, uh, uh, one of my, uh, favorite shoes because, uh, it was, uh, a shoe that I went viral for in uh 2019 when they came out mm-hmm. um i uh i was able to get like 75 pairs and that's a crazy pick and like like no one's getting 75 pairs of, mo- of mocha trap highs oh, listen, it, seven it pairs was, even, like, yeah it was it was insane pair. like, it, like I, I, the, the the feedback i got off that i was like i never ever saw anything like that i was like like everyone was reporting i was like what is going on here? And my wife was like, oh my God, all this hate in these comments. You got to be careful. People are like cursing you out and this and that. And I'm like, I'm like this is, it's just Instagram, babe. You're fine. Don't worry. Nothing's going to happen. We're, we're, we're straight. It's yeah, not real life. You know, like they're, they're just mad. You know, they're just trolls. You know, like I, I saw that guy on the street the other day. We should, you know, we were good. You know, like, he, he's just, you know, like it, it was, uh, but that, that also is one of the, like the shoes that like, you know, that I covet. In my collection, that's dope, and, man. And I got a bunch of GRs, you know, like yeah. everybody else. I, like I love, you know, freaking. I'm a cement three. I love cement threes, bread love fours. Cement threes. 
You know, I'm saying, what is the go-to rotation currently, like aside from those Chicago's? Uh, so right now, um, it depends. Like I wear my cement threes here and there. Um, my mocha, my mocha ones, uh, I wear here and there. Uh, surprisingly, I've been wearing my fire red fours here and there too. Like I just, I, I like the white, red, and black. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's, an, it's a nice clean colorway. Um, I used to really like Yeezys a lot when Yeezys were really hyped. Mm-hmm. But that died. But I have like turtle doves that are there, black static three fit. Like I have a lot of good Yeezys too, but I don't ever wear them anymore. I feel like the hype is. <laughs> wave, my wave runners are comfortable enough where I I, I would rock them on a regular basis too. Mm-hmm. You know they're releasing so good. If you need a yeah. you need a pair, I got you, man. You need a pair, I got you. No, I will. Manny, this is but, awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell the people I, where, where um, they can find you. So my Instagram is uh, at what's on your feet. Um, you know, uh, like I said, you could, if you need a shoe, looking for a shoe, uh, you could DM me and Hey, can you find the shoe for me in a certain size? And, um, I would say about 75% of the time I could locate it within there too. Um, and try to do good numbers and stuff. Okay. And, you know, I'm on the Instagram right now. I'm looking to like, uh, start a website soon, maybe kind of got to expand and, um, yeah, yeah. you know, um, that's basically it. You've grown. Yeah. Well, it, this has been a pleasure, yeah. man. We got a real yeah. education into how this part yeah. of, of, of reselling yeah. works. And yeah. folks, you know where to find us. We are part of the Count the Dings family. You can find us on that Bomb Podcast feed with Bruce Kitchen, Woke Bros, Original Bomb Show, Crypto Bros, all that. We are at Kicks and Shit Show on all social media platforms. Until next time, peace. Peace, everybody.